As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Lynn would come into rehearsals every now and then, um, and he was a ninja. He would, like, sneak in, and you wouldn't even notice, like, as we're running stuff. Um, so he came in Which one time. Which is not intimidating at all. Right. right. The creator like, you look of down and you're like, thing. Oh, snap. Okay. From the Fox 6 Studios, this is definitely Milwaukee. Conversations with the movers and shakers that put our slice of Wisconsin on the map in the worlds of entertainment, business, sports, and more. I'm Carl Deffenbaugh. Hey everybody, Carl here with a special bonus episode of Definitely Milwaukee for you because we were not going to throw away our shot at talking Hamilton. I'm past patiently waiting, I'm passionately smashing every expectation. The Broadway sensation is finally here in town, and two of the stars, Taria Campbell and Elijah Malcolm, stopped by the studio to share great stories about Lin-Manuel Miranda, Leslie Odom Jr., what it takes physically to perform the lightning-quick lyrics in the show, and how they make the most of tour life, including what they've enjoyed about Milwaukee so far. So without further ado, let's take you inside the room where it happens. It is an absolute pleasure to have two of the stars of the national tour of Hamilton here in Milwaukee and here at Fox 6 with us. We have Taria Campbell, who plays the role of Angelica Schuyler. Great hey, to have Carl. you. Thank Plied you, you with here. avocado toast already. That's the you perks did. of coming to <laughs> a, a TV station. <laughs> Journalists operate on food, so that's what we're fueled by. And then we have Elijah Malcolm, who plays John Lawrence and Philip Hamilton in How's the first going? and second act. Thank yes, you guys yes. so much. Uh, since we only have a little bit of time, I want to dive right in. Uh, and Taria, maybe I'll start with you. Since so many people in Milwaukee are experiencing this for the first time, when was the first time that you saw Hamilton? What are your memories of that initial experience? I saw the first performance of Hamilton ever. Ever? Yes. At the public theater. And I thought, well, this is good. (laughs) This is a good show. And then I went to opening night on Broadway and I thought... This is good. <laughs> this is a good show. And then here I am just a couple of years later. I never expected to be here, but it's lovely to be here. It turns out millions of people agree with you. That's yeah, for sure. How yeah. about for you, Elijah? What was the first time you got to see it? Um, I actually didn't get to see the show until we started rehearsal. Really? Actually, no. That's not true. Um, after I found out I booked it, the Angelica tour was at the Pantages, and my mom had tickets through a friend. So she was like, do you want to see it? And I was like, yes. So I went with her friends to go see the show. Um, and I was blown away. I had like listened to the music, so I was familiar with the show. But it's a completely different experience yeah. sitting in the room, like feeling the uh, energy of the uh, actors on stage. And the energy of the audience. Because yeah. that makes, yeah. makes yeah. it it's different. so different. So different. I would absolutely agree with that. I got to see it for the first time. So in a similar situation where I knew the music, was familiar with the plot, and then you see it on stage. And stylistically, Realistically, there's mm-hmm. it's just vibrant. There's energy behind it. It's cool. The <laughs> dancing and everything. For you guys, what is it like to be able to to share what has become such a sensation with so many audiences around the country? Um, it's it's a blessing and it's a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> I like I said before, I still have moments where I'm sitting backstage and I'm like, I'm in this show right now. I'm 
actually doing this. I, it's crazy. I never thought I would be here. And Taria, for you, uh, what stuck out initially, since you got to see a lot of those people that made this so famous right off the jump, what was it that, that popped about the show, and what is it that you try to carry through in your performance? Well, when I first saw the show, I thought, and I said this to Lynn, I said, this show is perfectly cast. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine anyone ever playing Angelica <laughs> other than Renee Elise Goldberg. <laughs> Fast forward a couple years. <laughs> Fast forward <laughs> a couple years and here I am. However, I just thought that the characters were so unique. The, char- the, the, the casting of the characters was just spot on perfect. Everyone was an individual. It was nothing like I'd ever seen before. And I think that's what drew me in. Uh, seeing a lot of theater you know, in my life, this show was perfectly cast and it was so unique. And so I think that when other people see the show, when they come and see it, they might be able to say the same thing. Mm -hmm. They do see people on the stage that look differently than um, they thought they were going to look, you know. Mm -hmm. I never thought that Angelica Schuyler was a, you know, sassy black lady with long locks, Mm -hmm. you know, dreadlocks. So so it's it's great. It's it's unique, and I think that we need a little bit of unique. Yeah. Mm. The thing that struck me, too, watching the show is just that a lot of the things that are being discussed aren't necessarily the most entertaining things. It's cabinet <laughs> meetings. It's policy. It's, yeah. it's discussions in back rooms. But all of a sudden, it just pops when it's on stage. Well, that's yeah. because we hide it in rap music <laughs> right. and hip-hop the beats. Yes. <laughs> yeah, know, the thing about cabinet, the show. Uh, meetings in, like, rap battle form. So, like, sure. Yeah. That's, that's a whole different element that I never even, like, would have thought of a cabinet meeting in that sense. But, like, when you boil it down, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Or a debate in any It's time. two people with two different opposing sides. And right. so... You know, that's how they did it back then. They had cabinet battles, but or they had cabinet meetings. meetings. <laughs> right. And so we just elevated a little bit and made it a battle, like a rap battle. And so the the uh, Hamilton is performed all in song. Yeah. And most of those songs are raps. So when you first sit down, if you don't know that, or if you're not a fan of rap music, or you don't listen to it that often, it takes your brain a minute to realize, okay, this is what we're doing. So maybe about the second or third song in, you're mm-hmm. like, okay, my brain can actually take in this information <laughs> faster than I thought it could, mm-hmm. and this is what we're doing. Let's do the rest of this two-hour and, <laughs> you know, 45 more minutes. It's a long show. That's, <laughs> that's the genius of Lin-Manuel Miranda, <laughs> right? I'd be curious from you guys, just from a performing standpoint, how physically taxing is this show? I'm thinking of two different points here. Very. For you playing Angelica, Taria, there's a point where you go from huge ballad blasting notes, but already you've been rapping at like mile a minute oh speed. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. That is so hard because, you know, I'm the only female in the show that raps. And so I have this song called Satisfied, and I'm rapping, 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 rapping. And then... Um, from a, a technical standpoint, as a singer, you do things with your voice or your voice gets used to doing things. Um, and then when you try to switch it, it mm-hmm. can become difficult. Yeah. So the way I talk is not necessarily the way that I sing. So I had to learn how to rap in a way that was almost like singing, yeah. but still rapping so that when I needed to switch into singing, my voice wouldn't like you can't see me right now, but look at me like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, like, yeah. what? why are you switching it up, yeah, you know? Yeah, so yeah. I had to, uh, you know, 
figure out how to manipulate that. Yeah. And Elijah, one thing that popped out from watching you, a similar thing where you're going back and forth, mm-hmm. but you're also doing some of the more physical dancing. You were bouncing yeah. all over the place yeah. and have to keep your breath and have to perform and then jump right in the next scene because yeah. the show's nonstop. Yeah, and it almost adds another element on top of what Tariq was saying because it's like now on top of having to maintain my voice in this pitch where like rapping is, is not doing something like, you know, um, detrimental to my singing voice, I have to add the element of like breath control because I'm dancing. And let me tell you, through my shot, through Story of Tonight, I'm dying. <laughs> I'm physically on stage. Because yeah. tell them what you're wearing. I'm so like this huge trench coat I have on. Um, yeah, why did people so think that was a good the, look back the in the 17? Start from the beginning something. and tell them yeah. like exactly what you put on. Yeah, okay. So first I put on my pants, which are like these, I guess, just past the knee. I don't even really know what you would call Let's call like, them trousers, sure. for yeah. lack of a better word. Um, what we used to call pedal pushers. Right, right. <laughs> and then these huge like knee-high boots, um, this vest, and uh, a coat. All uh, with a shirt, all underneath. So it's like there's so many different layers, and you have stuff underneath that yeah. the underwear that yeah. you wear and the tights that you wear. Yeah, and it's there's so many different layers on top of that. So like, I'm running around, jumping, screaming, singing at the top of my register, rapping, doing all of these things while sweating my brains out <laughs> <laughs> um, and trying to maintain breath support. The like, glamorous life of an actor. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. super glamorous. Right. I mean, my costumes are super uh, authentic. However, gross. I wear like a my pair costumes of tights. Are gross. I wear a pair of heels. I wear a petticoat. I wear a bustle that wraps around my waist to make it look bigger than it is because <laughs> that's always fun. And then I have a corset top that I zip up so Ugh. that my organs are Basically, right next to my ears. So that's, that's how the tight part it is. That and then I they're like, sing. Yeah, I mean, right. the corset is so tight that, like, I mean, like, you, once you get zipped up, you immediately look surprised because that's how far <laughs> your eyebrows are raised. Everything is lifted. And I feel like I'm like, I can look to my right and see my spleen, like, hanging out on my shoulder <laughs> yeah, like, because everything is just so tight. Yeah, but that's how they wore clothes back then. Yeah. yeah. I know you guys are early on in your run here, but just in, in Milwaukee, but. In general, tell me about tour life. What is it like? You come here for about a month, you kind of set up shop. You're in other cities after this for maybe three or four months max. Do you guys try to, to try to learn about a city, to try to get invested, or is there really not a lot of time because you guys have so many productions and obligations? Yeah, um, I, I like to explore and like learn about the history of different cities um, if I can. Um, and just like really trying to get the vibe or like experience the city because yeah. I haven't been to most of these cities ever in my life that we're going to. Um, I've realized being on tour that I kind of grew up in a bubble in California. Mm. As much as like as big as California is, you don't really realize that. Um, but then going outside of You're that, having seasons, yeah, literally, you know? like literal seasons. <laughs> you guys are getting out of Wisconsin at the right time. I'll say that <laughs> November seventeenth when the tour ends. Yeah, on. I've been in what's with, uh, Milwaukee before. Um, yeah, for Sister Act. At the yeah, Marcus and when Center. I was in Sister Act, I think it was February, and it was very, very, very cold. Yeah. And then when I was here before with The Lion King, it was in 2008, and there was an actual blizzard, and it was the first time in the history of our show that we had to cancel a show mm-hmm. because it snowed for continuously for over eight hours overnight, and we canceled the show, and everyone went to the hotel 
restaurant and bar. Of course. And we played football in the street. It was amazing. That sounds amazing. <laughs> That's I fantastic. wish we would get snow day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nice. We can hope for something like that. But no, I yeah, I mean, touring touring is difficult. You know, you're trying to to live a life, mm-hmm. but you you live out of a suitcase. You don't have, you know, all the comforts of home, all your people, your pets, your yeah. husbands, your wives, all of those things that your you're, friends. you know, totally mm-hmm. missing out on. So you try to make it work. We were just driving to the studio and I saw a uh, Holocaust Museum that I think is fairly new that yeah. I want to check out, um, which, you know, is something that I can do because I don't necessarily have to be at the show in the daytime. We only really work three hours a day. So, right. you know, aside from resting and working out, sure, we do have our days free. That's great. I'd be curious um, how Milwaukee is viewed from your guys' perspective as actors based in New York for Taria, based in L.A., is that right, mm-hmm. for Elijah? Because um, we get, obviously, Broadway comes through here. We love it when the shows come to the Market Center. The Milwaukee Rep, I know, will routinely get people coming from New York to do shows here for a run. So do you guys come across people who are, are learning about the Milwaukee theater scene, kind of knowing what this place is about? People love Milwaukee Rep. We got yeah. to see yesterday, we went to go see West Side, West Side. Story. Oh, wow. They had a nice. student performance, and so we were able to see that. And then I have another friend who's doing a show called One Hand, Two Pianos. I think it's called. His name is Joe Kanosian. Hey, Joe. Shout and out. he's doing the show here. So I met him and we hung out for a little while. So it's it's a really great theater town yeah. for that. And the yeah. audiences were fantastic last <gasps> night. So good. Yeah. And uh, speaking of Westside, we got to see like a bunch of friends um, that like have been in the show with us or like family members of f- people in the show with us now. So it's just a cool environment that we all get to like collectively yeah. experience yeah. together. There was a girl in, in West Side Story yesterday that was one of our universal swings yeah. and she left the show to pursue other things and we got to see her again. So yeah. I've only ever seen her do Hamilton. So it was great to see her. She was anybody's and yeah. she was fantastic. That's cool. Um, just a couple last questions for you sure. guys. Uh, Taria, maybe we'll start with you since you can just name drop Lynn with a first name over there. <laughs> Any kind of fun stories or fun nuggets that you've had <laughs> with some of the the big names that people know from this show. Leslie Odom Jr., who plays, uh, who played and originated the role of Burr, and I went to high school. Really, really, yeah, we did. We you went to high school together at the Philadelphia High School. I was reading his book, and I, I was like, "Oh, he's from Philly too." Yeah, yeah. creative and performing arts in Philly, and we went to high school together. And uh, we text each other randomly because we have a, a love of some, you know, '80s pop culture, and so <laughs> we'll, you know, text little things yes. about that or. We'll text about the show, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you guys things. know it better than most. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's great. I, I, I do have a lot of friends that were in the show, but we are, uh, we call it the Ham Fam. Yeah. So, you know, a friend of mine who I did a, another show with on Broadway just got announced that she was going to be Eliza on Broadway. So I just, you know, text her, welcome to the Ham Fam. And, you know, or there's another girl on the other tour who's playing Angelica. And she's like, how do you breathe during this part? And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, here's the key. <laughs> like, you know, you, you know, this. Skip this step and make sure you get on the turntable at this point because Mm -hmm. you will trip. You know, little things like that. So we all try to, you know, keep everybody in the loop. That's cool. How about for you, Elijah? Because you were telling me this is this is your first bona fide professional show that you booked. That's a heck of a start. And it's wild. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I have this story when we were in rehearsals. Lynn would come into rehearsals every now and then, um, and he was a ninja. He would like sneak in, and you wouldn't even notice, like as we're running stuff. 
So he came in Which one time. Which is not intimidating at all. Right. right. The creator like you look of down and you're like, thing. Oh, snap. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. It's fine. Let me Don't just forget focus. a lot. Don't forget right, a lot. Right, right. <laughs> um, so he came in one time and we were on a break and he pulls out this huge red book and just like slaps it on the table and it's just like reading. And I was like, I turned to Kyle, um, Kyle Scatliff, who was our original Loft Jeff. And I goes, what is Lynn reading? Like, is that a dictionary? What's going on? He was like, I don't know. Ask him. So I was like, Lynn. And he looks up. I was like, I, are you reading the dictionary? Like, what's he? And he laughs. He's like, no. My New Year's resolution was to read all of Shakespeare. And I was like, of course it was. Of course. Why am I surprised? Right. <laughs> like, the guy but that created fair, this we out were of a rehearsals And it was like January, so he probably didn't Just, keep up on that. But right, if right, he right, did, right. Lynn, let us know. Let us you know. To check I forgot to ask God. him when he yeah. came. He probably got into like two of them. He was like, eh, yeah. I do enough. I knew, right. <laughs> Last question, since you guys have been so generous with your time here for both of you. Whether it's personally for you over the rest of the run, as long as you play these characters, or whether it's for the, sh- the show, what do you hope the lasting impact will be on people that see it, or, or for you having been a part of this? I think I hope the lasting impact for people who see it is that no matter where you come from, no matter what you've been through, you can rise to the occasion and you can make a difference in the world and in your own lives and in your friends and family's lives. Um, It's just about focusing your energy, which I have been discovering myself through this whole process um, and staying, you know, diligent about hard work. Well said. How about for you, Taria? The same thing, actually. (laughs) I was going to make it a little simpler, but I was going to say you can do it. And that applies to whether or not you are sitting in the audience and you think, I would like to be an actor, you can do it. Or whether or not you're sitting in the audience and like, I would like to make a difference in the world, you can do that too. Mm-hmm. Or whether you're a performer and you don't think that you're going to make it through, you can do it too, right. you know? I mean, anything is possible. Yeah. And I think that like it's very broad, but it really is true. Yeah. Like, I booked this job with no agent from an open call. Like, wow. literally anything is possible. Wow. <laughs> My goal was to make it through without making a terrible Hamilton pun from one of the songs. So I did it. <laughs> you yes. did it. And we're going to turn the podcast off and then you're going to say all eight. They're all now come I want to know the pun. Right. I want to know the pun. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, Thank you guys you. so much. It's Thanks a pleasure having, having you here in Milwaukee. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having us. That will do it for a special bonus episode of Definitely Milwaukee. We'll be back next week with our regularly scheduled episodes. And a reminder, you can check out all of our previous episodes and the Open Record podcast from the Fox 6 investigators at fox6now.com or on your favorite podcast platform.